morning. I'm Jason Goins. I'm here with Rick Bonfem Ministries, and we have been going through the book of Hebrews um, over the past few weeks. Uh, I want to share with you before we get started that we have some exciting things coming up. Uh, Cuba has opened up to us, as you can see right behind me on the, on the screen here. Um, we have our Cuba flag flying, and uh, in a celebration that we're going to be able to go back to Cuba this October. So uh, call us, ask us, see what's happening. The Lord's doing something in this ministry through Cuba. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to continue this study that we have here in Hebrews. Uh, yesterday, John talked a little bit out of Hebrews 8 about the New Covenant. But I want to do a little review because Pastor Rick on Monday talked about the tabernacle. And at the end of that conversation, we all sat here in a circle and a question came up. This is the question. <clears throat> My brother Andy, who's right here with us today, said, uh, so they had the ark and it had a cup of manna in it. Why? Did the manna in the ark never rot? See, because the people in the Old Testament, right, they were never supposed to keep any more than they could eat in the morning, right? They had it for breakfast, and they were only supposed to gather a certain amount, and then if they kept too much, it would turn into worms. Right, So I'm going to read to you in Hebrews where it talks about this golden cup of manna. That's in Hebrews 9, 1 through 10. It says this, Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was the candlestick, and the table, and the shoe bread, which is called the sanctuary, and after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called the holiest of all, which had the golden censer, or the golden altar of incense, and the ark of the covenant, overlaid round about with gold, wherein was the golden pot that had manna, Remember that one, the golden pot that had manna? That's what we're going to talk about today. And Aaron's rod that budded, and the tables of the covenant. And over it, the cherubims of glory, shadowing the mercy seat, of which we cannot now speak particularly. So he's not going to go into describing all of these things in detail, because we know that it's already described in detail. And we're going to look at that in a minute. Now, when these things were thus ordained, the priest went away into the first tabernacle, accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone, once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the error of the people. The Holy Spirit, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not 
yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him who did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in meats and drinks and diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of Reformation. So, to make that a little more clear, right, there's a lot going on. Uh, Paul goes on here 